You're listening to the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. Episode 7 starts now. All right, welcome to the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. My name is Justin. I'm here with Jamie. How's it going, Jamie? Good evening. How are you? I'm doing great. And once again, we have editor-in-chief of Geek Dad, Matt Blum, with us here tonight. How's it going, Matt? Uh, Not too bad. I'm still recovering from the surgery I had uh, almost two weeks ago. Well, you're a trooper coming out and talking to us tonight. Yes. Um, we can't wait to uh, get into uh, everything that you experienced in the last little bit. Not your surgery. Not much to tell there. I was asleep for the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we have a few things on the docket that we want to talk about quick. So we'll may as well jump right into it. Um, so obviously. Hey, wait, the, wait, 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 Justin. Yeah. Before, before we get into that, somebody sure. was talking about something about a, a trailer that released this week, and I, yeah. <laughs> I haven't really seen it yet. See, um, I don't know. <laughs> something about a star. I don't know. Star. Yeah, or was, it a, was it a Star Wars trailer? Because I, I, I didn't really hear exactly what it was. I just heard that there was some kind of a big trailer that released. <laughs> yeah, I, I was under the impression it was like Star Lord something. Oh, was, was it? That. Was that what it was? Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't really know. <laughs> Yeah, so the the new trailer for Star Wars hit the internet. I didn't even know it was coming. I don't know about you guys. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I was glued to the. I was watching the live stream. Okay, I yeah, I didn't even know it was about to happen. That shows how out of the loop I am. And all of a sudden, never it's blowing up in my Facebook feed. Yeah, they really uh, <laughs> they did a great job on that trailer. <laughs> yeah, so that so, doesn't whet your appetite for it. I don't know what will. Oh, and if. If it didn't make anybody that was kind of on the fence about it jump off the fence, I don't know what else they can do or show us that will. Because yeah. I was watching it, and the whole time I was just like, yeah, that's it. This is Star Wars. Yeah, as I went as from... As soon as they panned over and you could see that the, that mountain was actually a Star Destroyer. That yes, that's it. Okay, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I, but I was still being cautiously optimistic until... I watched that trailer and then I just jumped full full fledged fanboy. And I mean, it was they just nailed it on all counts. I'm still trying to be a little bit more reserved because I remember that the trailers for Phantom Menace actually made it look decent. Okay. Yeah, that was so. If it can burn you once, it could be you could be burned twice. You know, so yeah. uh, <laughs> that was my first reaction. Actually, it was, oh. I, I always think back to Phantom Menace in the teaser trailer for the Phantom Menace. Divor- you know, divorced from the context of us knowing that the movie was really bad now, but just watching those scenes without ha- knowing anything about it, the teaser trailer for Phantom Menace was really, really good. And I went back and I watched it again after episode seven trailer came out, and it's still good. I mean, it it suffers from our knowing the movie. Well, sure, yeah. Oh. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Sure. Yeah. yeah, but you know, in terms of a trailer or a teaser that gets you excited, yeah. it still really is good. A good. Exactly. So in this case, you know, three times bitten, four times shot, right? So. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, aside from the trailer, uh, I saw, and you guys, I'm sure, have seen it too. The the droid. I think what are they calling BB? BB eight. BB-8? Is that B- what it is? I believe it's BB-8. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I forget. I don't. <laughs> and but it like rolled out on the stage, and it's a real, it's a real working robot. Yeah, they, they did it practically, which is quite very cool. I, I like that they're doing a whole lot of practical effects for the movie, or they did, I guess. Obviously, they've already done, them, but yeah, um, because that's 
there was so much green and blue screen done in yeah um in episodes one through three that and i mean that's that's certainly not the only thing that was wrong with them but (laughs) um it was very easy to tell that there was so much of it and having practical effects just it just i think it, it just it's just cooler Oh, absolutely. And the first trailer, when we saw that little scene of BB-8 rolling across the desert, it looked CGI. And so I think even though we had been hearing that, you know, he was doing, Abrams was doing a lot of practical effects and practical sets, and we saw the full-size X-Wing before then, I I think that that scene of BB-8, everybody kind of assumed that that was going to be a CGI droid. Well, much sure, as because the... it looks like it should be right exactly it's, it's spherical droid with the heads mm-hmm. yeah. and when that came out on on stage at celebration i mean i don't care who else was on that stage everybody was looking at that droid because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. it's it's remarkable what they've done i don't i mean i'm assuming that it's magnets of some sort but i'm uh, not exactly unless, sure how it works unless they've broken the laws of physics i think <laughs> right and even just with the r2d2 like when i saw the working one in person at lucasfilm uh, when you see it in real life, it's just it's spectacular. Like yeah, yeah. you don't you don't expect it to do what it does. Like it's just like the, you know it's like R two D two is really with you, right? And they make it beep and talk and move. So it'll be really neat to see uh, the BB eight somewhere, uh, maybe at a at a Disney park if they'll have it there. I'm not sure, but it'd be really neat to see it sometime. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I I can't wait to see the movie honestly. That's All right. So you guys go into the midnight showings for it. What do you think? If oh, I can get if I can get tickets for it, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of hoping to get before midnight. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Of course. I mean, <laughs> if the only package were to sit through all seven movies or all six movies before you get to the seventh one, I think I would still do it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Maybe if they tied you down and forced you to sit through the, the prequels. Well, right? like if, if you know how you know how AMC does like the or some theaters. I don't know if it's just AMC. They do like the the marathons. Like when yeah, the right. movie comes out, they'll like they'll I do would a just marathon. I would come in halfway through. So. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> not I, I subject myself to more torture than is absolutely necessary. <laughs> All right, so that we can't wait for that to come out. We're probably going to talk. There's probably going to be more stuff released as the date gets closer. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we'll talk as we go. Um, Matt and I, before we came on the air, we're talking about Daredevil, Jamie too. Um, now, my take on it, Daredevil on Netflix, I should say. Um, I, I thought it was going to be good just because Netflix has had – uh, pretty good run with the original shows, so I, I was expecting it to be pretty good. Um, but when I watched it, it, it actually blew me away. And yeah. the writing, the look of it, the acting—just it, it doesn't feel like a comic book movie, but or a te- television show, but it is. And I don't know how to explain it any other way than that. <laughs> it, it feels like you're watching a series of movies. It's, it's, that's kind of the way I, I, I felt like. It felt about it you know because it really had that kind of had you know a broad story and it had mm-hmm. so much you know deep characterization but it also lots of action scenes really cool stuff happening it could really have been a movie i mean obviously a very long mm-hmm. movie but <laughs> um but it works i mean it's just it, it's it's cinematic in a way and i mean i can't really put my finger on right exactly how but it's it's so well done and the acting is is just excellent i mean uh, charlie cox who plays um matt Murdock, is he's he's so good i i the only thing i'd ever seen in it as far as i know is uh the the movie version of neil gaiman's stardust right which was really good mm-hmm. um, it's because a vastly different character um <laughs> but um but he really does a great job and um, right and i love i love that they don't 
dwell on uh, the origin, like the origin of him. I mean, they talk about it and they glance over it. Oh, and you see that one scene. Exactly. Know. You see and the that, aftermath of the accident. Exactly. And that's generally my thing with comic book movies is uh, when they reboot a franchise, they always want to spend, you know, they want like 10, you know, like 10%, 20% of the first hour of it is all about that. And it's like, I, okay, I get to the story. Get to the story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know. Okay, he's blind. We know. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they did it exactly right, I think, because they didn't actually, they didn't spend so much, you know, because it would have been a huge chunk of their budget to actually show the accident itself. Right. Right. To show all of that and have, you know, the stunt people there and mm-hmm. everybody, you know, getting thrown around, you know, just have a kid doing, you know, something, you know, CGI's things in there. They didn't do any of that. They just said, okay, we don't need to do that. We'll just right. show what, it, what happened afterwards, which is so much cheaper to film. Exactly. And, um, and I think that was, that was exactly the right way to go. And I'm I'm on like episode six. And I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but it still is like it's still a little murky how he is doing what he does, which is really cool. It adds to the mystery of it. He like, does explain. You know, he does explain it. Um, right. He does explain it later. Um, oh, okay. To, to various different individuals, but um, yeah, he does. He he explains how how his powers work. Okay. Okay. Great. So so far, so far for me, maybe I missed it. I'm not sure. But all they've really shown you is all they show you early on when you you hear the heartbeats. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the first thing you notice is he can hear everybody's heartbeat. Yeah. Um, and so he knows when people are lying. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, you can I don't remember when what episode it was he t- he tells that somebody he can sort of see things, but he says it, he sees it like as a world on fire. Yep. Okay. You sort of see yeah. Things from his perspective. So that's how he's kind of used. He can actually see to a degree mm-hmm. in that way. But and that makes the opening. Senses. That makes the opening sequence make so much more sense. Too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie, did you have any thoughts on? You said you watch get to watch one episode of it, but you sure you probably should have. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I was super excited for it, and I watched the first episode the day that it was released, and it was really late when I watched it, so that you know I had to go to bed. Right. Like, and, and I I didn't want to binge through it i want and it seems like a lot of people are have the same feeling a lot of people i know um are just kind of taking their time and savoring mm-hmm. it nobody i know actually really just bin- sat down and binged it yeah um, i didn't i, I watched like three episodes at a time pretty much yeah so i i i will get back into it i just have not had a whole lot of time to watch tv yeah. lately so yeah. it, it just gets, it just gets better too because they because they, they, they go into a lot of stuff about fisk yeah and i mean and vincent d'onofrio does have hit such a good job <laughs> yeah. with Fisk. i mean he was the perfect perfect he, choice oh you're he's so multi-dimensional with the character it's unbelievable yeah <laughs> and i know yeah. it sounds funny to talk about a movie that way but it, you really feel like you're in it right or a tv show i yeah. say movie but it feels like a, it feels it like one. <laughs> yeah and um no, that just there's, there's it's just and and the little things that they keep putting in um, for people who know the comic book story, right? Yeah. Um. So that you're like, oh, I know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you hear a brief mention of the Greek girl that he used to date. Right. Well, yeah. If you read the comics, you know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> but, I love um, I love when he alluded to uh, not not Fisk himself, but his lawyer. I forget his name. His lawyer. His guy. His his guy that runs around and makes. Oh uh, yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I forget his name, but he made a he made a allusion oh, to Wesley. Yes, exactly. And what he said, unless you have a magic hammer or a fancy suit, <laughs> a fancy, like, yes. fancy fancy iron suit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yes, and then you can see like in the background in Yurich's um, office at the mm-hmm. newspaper, you see something about the Battle of New York. Yeah. And another thing about um, Rage in Harlem, which is going back to the Incredible Hulk movie, actually. Okay. That's when the Hulk fights Abomination is in, um, is in, um, is in Harlem. Yeah. Man, you really notice all the little details. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's really cool. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. segueing to the man in the iron suit, <laughs> isn't that a good one? Um, <laughs> Matt, Matt, man, you were out out in California at some pretty awesome stuff. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, uh, about uh, two well, two weeks ago, tomorrow actually, uh, I went out to uh, LA uh, for a, a junket, uh, you know, paid for by Disney. And uh, so, you know, first night to get there, uh, got to see the new Avengers movie. So, you know, right away, pretty, pretty no big deals. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, of course, was amazing. Uh, then the next day we um, we saw the new Disney nature film Monkey Kingdom, um, which is which is which is fun. It's not you know it's not Avengers. It's not going to ever do that kind of box office, and they know that. But it it actually is worth seeing, and I, I do recommend that people see it. It's it's so much more fun than the previous Disney nature films. Um, it's it's narrated by Tina Fey, and they let her, oh, and, they cool. let her and they let her be funny, um, which is good. <clears throat> and then. Then the the most awesome thing happened, which was that um, we got to visit the set of Marvel's Agents of Shield. Wow! Which so amazing, and they of course would not let us take pictures of anything. No way. <laughs> uh, they did have a photographer there to take pictures, and then they have to go through them and say, okay, well you can use this one, you can't use this one, you can't use this one, you can use this one. Yeah. So um, they'll they'll send them to me eventually to, to us eventually, and you know so among those is they took a picture of everybody sitting at Colson's desk. Oh man, I can't wait. To see Did you you got to go in the helicarrier, I assume? Uh, we yeah we got well we got to go in the um yeah we got to go in the um the not not the helicarrier the um the well, jet, yeah the, yeah the, the big the, the jet with the uh, with the seats on the side you know where they they right. the, um, okay the okay yep. we actually got to sit in those seats too which is oh cool which is pretty damn cool and we didn't we didn't actually get to go up the ramp you know where the, the ramp where you see Loa and um, right. And the SUV, but we, we walked right past it. So we could see okay. we walked right past it. That was pretty awesome. Wow. <clears throat> and we got to see the lab, and we got to see, obviously, we got to go to Colson's office. Um, and we got to see the lab. We got to see some of the Carters that where they had, like, where they filmed, like, some of the, where they're running around in the ship when, um, when Hunter is escaping from the real shield. Um, and we saw a bunch of other things. I can't remember. <laughs> I can remember absolutely everything because it's so much stuff. It sounds like but, it's like crazy packed in. Like you just have to. You know. It was amazing, and and they so secretive about it. We had we had to sign NDAs beforehand. Okay. We can't even say where the studio is. No wow. way. <laughs> yeah, we're really not allowed to say where it is. Somewhere. <laughs> or to, in or to say, no. You know, they always have they always have code words that they use for. First TV shows and movies. Yeah. So that people, if people see signs for it, they won't know what it's actually for. We we saw those, and of course, we're not allowed to say what those were either. <laughs> well, that makes sense because people would be hanging out outside the studio trying to get oh, autographs, and yeah, mm. it wouldn't be fun. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Not for the actors, certainly. And it was so much fun. We we got to talk to most of the cast. Um, 
who, funnily enough, they hadn't seen Avengers or Age of Ultron yet. No way. Yeah, yeah none of them had seen it. So they're like, you guys got to see it. Can you tell us about it? <laughs> <laughs> it was also real funny because like, um, they're all very, they all get along really well. They're obviously like, kind of like a family. And um, first two people we talked to were um, Ming-Na Wen and um, Clark Gregg. And I mean, they're both, they're both about the same age. They're in their early 50s. Although you couldn't tell from Ignat that she's in her early yeah. 50s. She so does not look like she is. But um, <laughs> but there's, you know, she, she, but they both love talking to fans and they were having so much fun. And but, but she was asking because apparently, because <clears throat> Clark Gregg had been insisting to everybody on the cast that he wasn't in the new Avengers movie. That Coulson's not in it, which is true. Coulson's not in it. Um, but they heard it here first. But they didn't, <laughs> but they didn't quite believe him. You know, they were okay. like, oh. So they were asking you guys? They asked us to confirm. <laughs> no, I can't. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> so, um, so without um, obviously giving away any spoilers and without breaking your NDA, what can you tell us about the film? Well, um, I can tell you it's uh, it starts really well. They don't they don't waste any time at all. It literally starts in the middle of an action scene. Um, they don't waste a time like we got to get the team back together, go find them, which most sequels do start with. Does nothing of that. They're all together right at the beginning, you know, going off to, on a mission, and it just you're just thrown right into the middle of the action. Um, it at uh, clocks in at one minute shorter than the first one, so they were, he resisted the temptation to make it, you know, bloated. He actually said that the original cut was an hour longer. Oh, wow. He meaning Whedon. So the the original cut was an hour longer than than it turned out to be. And in some places you can sort of tell there's a few plot lines that you say, well, okay, that kind of that really doesn't make 100 percent sense because there's got to be a scene or two missing there. But it's not that big a deal because what's there is is still fantastic. And uh, the the effects are absolutely amazing. The you know the scene that you you've seen in the trailer, so it's not giving anything away with you know Hulk and the Hulk and Iron Man in the Hulkbuster suit fighting in the streets is is just an incredible fight. I mean, they it's just like nonstop action. It looks like it's like one big tracking shot, but it's all CGI, of course, because it's the Hulk. Yeah, it's the Hulk. <laughs> they obviously didn't build the Hulkbuster suit, <laughs> so um, it's and it's it's so believable because. You feel like you're in the center, in the center of it there too. Um, <clears throat> as usual, Whedon does a good job of you know giving something for every character to do, because um, he's always good with ensemble casts. You know, <laughs> from, from from the days of old. Yeah. But um, I was it was nice to see Hawkeye get a little bit more more to do uh, in this one because in the first one he spent the first half of the movie being a, a you know Loki's puppet. So it's nice to have him actually be able to be himself, yeah, <laughs> um, and and do that. And there's there's actually a fair fair bit of interesting stuff that happens with with him, which I won't go into because it would spoil things. Um, <clears throat> I liked the way they did um, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Um, they were it was just very well done. The the running effects um, looked looked pretty comic book like comic book running like if that how, makes how sense. did how did quicksilver and the running effects compare to quicksilver and the running effects in uh days of future past uh they were different um you saw you you saw him more like in mid in mid run 
Okay. Like you in in uh, Days of Future Past, you pretty much saw him when he started, and then started when saw him when he stopped, except for the slow down scene where he's right. you know with where if I can save time in a bottle. Um, <clears throat> but here you can always see like a blur, and apparently the way they filmed it is they actually you know had him do the running, and then they sped it up and used the effects on it, oh, so wow. they actually did cover that ground. You know, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, which I think is great because that that makes it look much better. Because yeah, as Days of Future Past, it was cool, but he he just was like it was like boom, he's there. Yeah, like, nothing nothing in between, and um, it was it was very impressive. And Scarlet Witch, you know, she she basically you know she's casting hexes this way and that, and you know, touching people and doing things to their minds, and um, but she's she had kind of a dancing quality to her, almost like a, like River. In, mm-hmm. um, in Firefly, how she kind of dances every time she moves. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> kind of got that feeling. Um, and uh, Ultron is just incredible. I mean, uh, James Spader should do the voice of every comic book villain, I think. He's <laughs> and um, I mean, it wasn't just his, <clears throat> excuse me, it wasn't just his voice either. They they actually did motion capture. I'm sorry to lose my voice here, but <clears throat> they actually did motion capture. So it was his performance too. So like they, you know, when he moved, they had they had Ultron do his movements, and they had his they, you know, they CGI'd his face so that he when he talked, Ultron's oh, face. Oh, I didn't realize that so, they did that. Yeah, and he was he um, when we saw James Spader, um, he talked about that and how you know how cool it was. He could you know he could move and he could see Ultron moving on the screen next to him because they actually wow. set that all up for. <clears throat> and so it, it's so it's instant now when they do motion capture, it's like instant on the screen. Yeah, apparently. That's amazing because I remember watching some of the making of when like the Andy Circus as Gollum and when mm-hmm. he was doing motion capture and it was you know you had to wait I don't know if it was weeks at that time but I mean you it was not instant like they oh, had no. to do a lot of animation in between that was a long time ago <laughs> that's what I mean but what I mean is that it wasn't really I mean in the grand scheme of things it wasn't it was 16 that years long. Ago. I'm just impressed that it has developed <laughs> you know as quickly as it has I guess yeah. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, they, apparently it's they, they they can do that because of course they have however much money they need, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but he, so, he manages to pull off the feat of being both funny and incredibly menacing because you yeah. usually can get one or the other, but it's really hard to get both. You know, you have like the, like the funny villains like. You know, if you like Phineas and Ferb, like uh, you know Doctor Doofenshmirtz, mm-hmm. he's he's very funny, but he's not at all menacing. Right. And then you have you know villains like you know I don't know Blofeld in the the Bond films, for for example, you know who's very menacing, right. but really funny. Um, and but he manages to actually joke because he's because he's he's derived from Tony Stark's work as you know that's not by mm-hmm. any way either. That's obviously that's obviously there in the, in, uh, in all the um, trailers. And so he has Tony, some of Tony Stark's wit. Oh, okay. And, um, but he also wants to, you know, wipe out humanity. So, you know. <laughs> Minor so, thing. When yeah. you were interviewing some of the actors in, in Whedon, was there any takeaways that you took that you can talk about? Was there anything, like, really cool that they said that was – Well, I mean, it was cool that I um, – I actually ended up breaking the news on Twitter that uh, Doctor Strange begins filming in November because Kevin, okay. Feige, Kevin Feige let that slip when he was talking to us. Nice. Um, so, that was kind of cool. <clears throat> it was kind of cool. Um, 
they, they had Chris Hemsworth and uh, Chris Evans come together, which of course wasn't confusing at all. But um, <laughs> they uh, somebody asked something about whether uh, Chris Hemsworth does the you know the godlike god speak voice, you know, if he does that outside the movie, and he was he actually joked about like doing it in the bedroom. <laughs> it's, it's, I actually published published about the interview um, today on Geek Dad, so if you want to see more about that. <laughs> Bite and plug. Um, <clears throat> so, um, plug away, it's fine. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty funny. How much does it refer back to? I mean, obviously it's a sequel, so it's going to play off of the story that was set up in the first Avengers. But does it does it refer back to any of the other Marvel movies in a way that like an audience who hasn't seen them might be a little bit lost? Um, I don't think they'd be lost. I mean, I think they do. They do, they've done a pretty good job in most of the movies of setting it up so that there's enough there that the movie holds together on its own. And Ke- Kevin Feige actually said that they 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 go to great lengths to do that to make sure yeah. that you don't have to have to have seen everything. Obviously, it's always going to be helpful, but sure. um, but you don't have to. You can still enjoy the movie even if you've never seen a, a Marvel movie before. <clears throat> cool. It actually mostly it's really more of a sequel to Winter Soldier. Than to the original, than to the first Avengers movie. Oh, interesting. I mean, oh, because because you know, in the first Shield's one, on their own. right? Because in the first one, Shield was the big thing. You know, they had the Shield helicarrier and everything, and obviously, that isn't going to happen now. <laughs> um, there is, I mean, Hydra is involved, which you know that's not really anything you know shattering either. And they are going to tie in this well, they, this past episode and the next episode of Agents of Shield are going to be are tied into the movie in in, in subtle ways. But, um, so, actually, I haven't seen the next episode, but so the well, like the TV show right now, Agents of Shield, um, like have they've already done disbanded Hydra. Is there something like is it is the movie supposed to be set further back or is it? No, it's supposed to be at the same time. Because oh, okay. in the last episode, you see them going after. Um, I can't remember, but the, you know, there's, there's, they say there's, there's there's two Hydra heads. Oh right. They go after and they say there's also um, Baron. Um, Oh man, I'm blessed his name, but the the guy with like the, the, the thing over his eye. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember. Um, he's he's the one that you see in the movie. Okay, I got it. So, um, which which makes sense because at the end of Winter Soldier, they had that little the end credit sequence, mm-hmm. the, the first end credit sequence, had um you saw when you saw Scar- Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, he was there, and you know they had Loki's staff. Right. And such, which that's extremely important to to this movie. That's really. That is really the tie-in between Winter Soldier and this movie. That that's, that, 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 that scene is crucial. Um, I mean, like I said, you can still enjoy the movie, but if you've seen that, if you've seen Winter Soldier and that scene, it'll make a whole lot more sense to you. Okay. <clears throat> now, now, how worth it is it to stay after the credits? <laughs> um, well, there's a, a mid-credits. Oh, okay. Mid-credits scene. They have a. Um, uh, you know, they do the th- sim- similar to what they did in the first one, where they kind right. of pan around these stylized sculptures of the Avengers equipment and such. You know, they have like Captain America's shield and right. you know Hawkeye's bow and arrow and th- you know things like that. But um, then there's a mid-credit sequence, which is obviously leading into the next yep. <laughs> big film. Um, I don't think it's really a lead into Ant-Man, but I think it's more of a lead into. <laughs> to, like, it's, it's the next big film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sam Man is a small film in so many ways. But, um, but uh, <laughs> sorry, had to be said. But uh, no, it's, I mean it's, it's very clearly a tie-in. I mean, and it's, it's very short, and <clears throat> there was not anything at the end, at the very end. But 
And that's what Wheaton has, and Feige have said, is that there isn't anything at the end. They don't want people to sit there and then get angry at them because they sat through the credits and didn't get sure. anything at the end. This, the, this is the first one with nothing at the end, isn't it? With nothing at the very end, yes. Yeah. I, believe, yeah. I believe so. What's interesting, though, is that with the first Avengers movie, <clears throat> which I saw before, uh, which I saw at the, at the Hollywood premiere, originally it had just an it had an end credit sequence, but no mid credit sequence. And the end credit sequence was what became the mid credit sequence, hmm. which is the one, the thing where you see um, uh, the the ch- I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> Uh, it, anyway, it, was, it, Thanos, wasn't it Thanos. Thanos? It was Thanos, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, that was at the end to begin with, and the the, the shawarma scene. There's no shawarma. Hadn't actually been filmed yet. They filmed it that night. Ah. Okay. Um, and actually, what's a little funny, a cool, funny thing is if you if you watch that scene again, pay careful attention to Captain America, and you'll notice that he has, he's he's turned away, his face is turned away from the camera, and he's resting, um, his head on his um his chin on his right hand, which masks the bottom part of his face. The, the reason for that is that Chris Evans had grown a beard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they were hiding it. Because uh. <laughs> because like they were, they were, Rob Downey Jr. had joked that they were going to film, he was joking about filming a scene that time. And everybody you know, assumed he was just kidding around. They were going to film an extra scene. It turned out to be true, obviously. And But I was looking, I was like, you know, I could see, because you could see Evans had a beard. I was like, Captain America doesn't have a beard. But is he going to shave just for this one scene? <laughs> so that's when I saw what he was that they had to hide his face. I was like, okay, that's that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So on a scale of the 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 least Marvel movie, like new era Marvel movie, to the I, best, I, I ran too. Yep. <laughs> where, yeah. With you there. Yep. Where does this one? Where does this one fall between top and bottom for you? I would put this right up there at the the top. Um, not necessarily at the the way top, but I think it's kind of a battle for first place between um, the first Avengers, uh, Winter Soldier, and this. And okay. that's in my book. That's that's what I would say is these these those three would be at the top. Until Ant Man comes along. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say I'm reserving judgment. On that. <laughs> All right, and uh, so I think like it'll be awesome to talk to you about this after. The movie comes out. Yeah, I'd love to because there's so many things. I, I, there's more so many things I don't want to tell you, but right. I would spoil the movie for you. Um, likewise, things about Agents of Shield that okay, right. we actually we we actually got to see a scene from the season finale mm-hmm. being filmed. And oh, this cool, scene man. was 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 full of dialogue that gave away so much stuff. That <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. So that's I know practically experience. everything that's going to happen on the show. That's really <laughs> good, uh, and I can't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so I can't wait to be able to talk to you after. Now, the other movie that you saw <laughs> while you were there was there anything you wanted to talk about with that? Uh, Monkey Kingdom. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I think it's. Uh, I mean, it's obviously it's a nature film. It's it's you know it's it's there to teach, but it's also a fun film. It's about monkeys, and they let you know they show a lot of the silliness. You know, monkeys are silly. Uh, <laughs> these are these are um, macaque monkeys living in Sri Lanka um, in the jungle. They actually have occupied an, uh, ruins of an ancient uh, human civilization that's there. So it's kind of that's why they call it Monkey Kingdom because it's, it used to actually be a kingdom. Um, <clears throat> and um, it tells you, you learn a lot about the social strata and 
it's very, you know, it's an evolving story and it's very touching. It's about this particular female um, named Maya who um, is on the lowest branch, both figuratively and, and literally in this case. And um, then, you know, she has a baby and the baby is kind of ostracized and she's, she works her way to, you know, to get things, things become better for her. I mean, that's not, not really spoiler. <laughs> um, and, uh, but the cool thing is it's, it's narrated by Tina Fey, um, which she keeps it exciting. Um, she, you know, she knows how to, she knows how to tell a joke basically, obviously. And she does a great job. She makes things amusing. Um, there's a lot of laugh out loud moments. And you know, it kind of set the scene at the very beginning when, you, when it's, it literally starts to the theme from the Monkey's TV show. Oh, nice. <laughs> so as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, they're obviously going, you know, they're, they're going the right way. Right. Because some of the films have just been kind of like, okay, get to the end. Get to the end. <laughs> so, like Bears was, right. I, I literally, it literally put me to sleep. Um, <laughs> um, I saw Bears. And, and that's, you don't, you know, it's not good. But this one definitely will not. I, I, I encourage you to see it. It's, it's a little, it's too late now, unfortunately. Um, or I guess, yeah, it'll be too late now by the time this podcast is up to uh, to go see it while it's still the first week of release because they were the, a portion of the the proceeds go to um, for the first week we're going to Conservation International to help uh, you know actually preserve wildlife. But it's still worth seeing, and it's you, you won't regret it. It's it's like uh, you know it's like eighty minutes long. It's you know it's not a huge investment of time, and it's it's really just a lot of fun. And it's rated G, so you can you know you, doesn't matter how how old your kid is, you can right. take it, they'll get something out of it. Now now does Disney really tie in their like conservancy? What how you? I don't know how to say that word. Their cons- <laughs> conservancy <laughs> conservancy <laughs> efforts. Do they talk about that at all in the movie, or is it just kind of? No, they don't talk about it. Okay, I think I actually, they had a little trailer at the beginning about it. I think right well, that may have just been there for our benefit. I don't know if that's there in the in the theatrical release, but. The movie itself doesn't talk about it. Conservation. My wife just told me conservation efforts. I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's why you're in school and I'm not. <laughs> yes, they. Um, yeah, no, you, you don't, there are actually, you do see humans in the film. Which is, okay. Um, briefly, which you do. Um, and um, no, it, it's just, it's fun. I, I encourage people to see it. You know, it's, it's, it's no Avengers, but. Of course not. <laughs> right, yeah. Now, did you get to watch the monkey but, movie before the Avengers or after? After. Okay. We watched the we actually watched the Avengers um, the first night we were there. Um, okay. Like, we already came in, and that was the first thing we did as we went out to, this, to right. see the Avengers. And then the next morning, we saw Monkey. Oh, okay, okay. But how awesome would that be if they combined the two and we got Monkey Avengers? <laughs> <laughs> they probably did that at some point in time. I'm sure that they did. And I, like, I'm <laughs> picturing it in my, in my mind right now, and I'm loving it. <laughs> the monkeys could be from, like, a planet that attacks Earth. Or... I'm just thinking about actual little monkeys wearing those costumes yeah i mean i'm just thinking it would be awesome if dc could have beppo that's true i mean then marvel could do it too that's true (laughs) that's perfect somebody needs to make that happen (laughs) so yeah i'm i'm like i'm really excited about avengers i'm i'm also thinking ahead to the future about the captain america the next Captain. I know I'm crazy. I think because I'm upset. I love Spider-Man, so I'm well, like I can't wait. That's to see clearly being this. set up here too. Okay. The next because you know they you know with Tony Stark doing you know going beyond what he should do. You know, right. kind, of, kind of a Doctor Frankenstein kind of figure, and um, <clears throat> and acknowledging that to some degree, but you know, and him fighting with Cap about 
what's right and what's wrong and who's in charge and who's not and stuff. Yeah. It's clearly kind of setting 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 the ball rolling for gotcha. Civil War. <clears throat> It'd be interesting to see how they end up doing civil war because mm. we can't have them be quite as much adversaries and i'm i don't know if i mean it may or may not i don't i don't know if they're going to kill captain america but um but even something as basic as spider-man i mean like they know yeah. i mean spider-man was so integral to that story in the books and even if he's in the movie it'll be his first appearance in any of these movies mm. so he won't have yeah. a history with any of these characters and i like that they're yeah they're having to be a teenager they said yeah yeah Excuse me. I saw them take people taking bets on the first time we see Spider-Man. Is it going to be him revealing that he's Spider-Man, or do you think that's going to happen? What are your thoughts? Well, that's the tricky part. Is because yeah, like, you know it was so powerful in the book because like right. it, he was Peter Parker and like he had this long history and he had this long history with the Avengers and all the other characters and he unmasked. And if you just bring him in for the first time and unmask in the movie. You know, in terms yeah. of that movie universe, it's going to be like, okay, great. Some kid in a spider co- spider yeah. uniform just took off his mask. Who is this guy? You know? Right. You see, it would, it would have been cool if they were able to tie it in beforehand. Because, I mean, in a way, it would be, it'd be really awesome to just see him unmask right away. Because everybody, everybody knows Spider-Man's story, right? So it's not like we're going to be like, oh. oh I, I hope we don't have to get another, you know, he got bitten exactly. by a spider. Yeah. He learned to jump off the rooftop. If we have to see that origin story one more time, I'm going to scream. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I think they did say it's going to – I can't remember if they actually confirmed that it is going to Yeah, be, they did. Yeah. It is going to be Parker, not the Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. And Peter they Parker. also confirmed – Not Miles. They also said it's not going to be an origin story too. <clears throat> and I think it's awesome that the Russo brothers are doing Cap 3 and they're also doing the next two Avengers movies. Okay, yeah. yeah. One or two, I guess I can remember, but but because they did such a good job with Winter Soldier, that just was mind blowing. Yeah, awesome. Well, I, I could talk Avengers and, and Spider Man and all that, and Agents of Shield all night, um, but I think we're I think we've covered a lot that we can cover. Unless Jamie, is there anything else that you can think of? Uh, no, I'm going to see Avengers next week. I've already got my tickets for the. I'm um, doing the marathon. Just the just the two Avengers movies. I'm not doing the like ultimate movie marathon where they're showing like all 14 movies or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be next. It's a week from right week from now. So my my sister's getting married on Saturday, so I won't be able to see it until after the no, weekend. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell her that was poor planning. Yeah. <laughs> well, my dad she really needs to be more considerate in that one movie. What was funny though is she's going to Disney for her honeymoon, so her and her her and her fiance are just like, yeah, we'll, we'll just watch it when we get to Disney. But, <laughs> but that's cool for them. Not just joking. <laughs> my, my dad and I are making a joke. We were, we thought about making a joke where we were going to be like, okay, well we have to go because. You know, Avengers is tonight, so <laughs> you know, stand up. And Sorry, honey, dance, dance with your husband. We're gonna go watch a movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jamie. What we're doing a, a I guess we'll announce it now. We have we've had it running for a few days now, but um, we're doing a giveaway on our Facebook page. We don't have a website yet, but maybe that'll come. But yeah, we're doing a Facebook giveaway. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, real quick. It's um. It, we'll have it running for a couple weeks, um, so you know we'll be tweeting about it and we'll be putting it up on Facebook. It's um, just a, it's a puzzle, but it's actually a pretty cool puzzle. It's from uh, Ravensburger. Ravensburger um, makes really um, they're actually really well known for their puzzles, but it's a 3D puzzle, Mickey Mini Eiffel Tower, um, and Ravensburger was great enough to uh, to uh, offer it to us to uh, give away to all of you guys. So it's up on the Facebook page. We'll link to it when we put up the post and uh, yep. go. Go forth and enter. Exactly. Super easy. All you have to do is 
follow us and Geek Dad, and you get a bunch of entries, and yeah, why not, right? <laughs> you get exactly. Free, it's going to be cool. All right, so that's it for this week. Make sure you go see Avengers. We're going to have Matt on here again some at some point after the movie airs so we can get more details about his interviews and hear more about uh, it would be really cool to talk to you after the Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, episode, Eric, that you saw, so you can talk about that, too. Um, so it's been great having you, Matt, as always. It was great speaking with you. It's been a lot of fun being on. I appreciate the uh, the opportunity, and I, I look forward to being on again. All right. Do you want to you wanna plug your social media and your... Uh, sure. I'm uh, well. I'm personally Cerebus19, C-E-R-E-B-U-S-19 on Twitter. Uh, we also have the Geek Dads with an S, even though the blog doesn't have the S, um, on Twitter. And um, uh, uh, facebook.com slash geekdad for the, for the blog. Perfect. And I'm 140JustinC on Twitter. And uh, our, our show is the GBB Podcast on Twitter and uh, facebook.com slash GBB Show. And Jamie, why don't you throw yours out before we sign up? I am at the Roarbots, T H E R O A R B O T S. Um, I'm not on Facebook and uh, and Geek Dad. Perfect, and we are really awesome to follow. I, I like to think so. <laughs> so maybe you guys should go do that. We we t- we talk back too. <laughs> All right, guys, that's been great talking to Matt tonight. Go see Avengers. Have a great week. Take care. Take care. This podcast has been a production of the Geek Dad Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash geekdad. The intro music on our show is provided by Key Theory. Go to kitheory.com 